Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an officer. Yeah, let's go with an officer. An officer of propane. It was going to be propane, but I need an extra vowel in there, so now it's propane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting random odors and particulates around nearly everywhere. Oh, oh whoa. <laughs> yeah, it sounds worse than it is. We finally can. got the uh, propane stove put in up at the lake. And, well, it was put in at Labor Day, but it was missing a piece. So we have the piece that was needed to make it work put in. And they gave it a little test firing on... Friday, and yeah, it it works. It gives off heat. It also gives off a lot of, I guess, because it's brand new, smelly oil smell. Oh, fun! <laughs> so, as I was teaching online, um, and the workers were finishing their their job, the you could totally feel the heat building in the house. You could also like smell the heat building in the house. And normally you don't smell heat, but this was like the oil burning off of the the tank as they whatever I don't know I guess whatever it is it was not a it was it was a it was it was hot and it was like just a hazy haze floating through the air and <laughs> we had to open all the windows and the fire alarm was going off and I had to assure the kids that. No, they still had to take their art lesson. I was not in a burning building. It was all going to be okay. <laughs> Someone has was... to suffer for art, and this time it's going to be me. That's right. That's right. Totally. But I think it will be lovely once we burn off the oil smell and and uh, figure out how it actually works. It'll be lovely to have some heat up there. Yes. And, yes. you know, having to grill be nice. You know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So that's me. That good. is me. Heat is good. Heat will be useful for you from, well, yeah, it's October. So, yeah, this time on. Yeah, it's, yeah. We were up there for like a week without the heat. I mean, well, yeah. And it was fine, but it's, yeah, it gets uncomfortable and it gets a little damp at night. So, and now especially it's going to be getting chilly. So, heat is always good. So, that's me. All right. And Paul is off in deep space. Or That's deep right. coma. Deep food coma, I believe. <laughs> that is right. He is a, he is a, our emissary to the tri- planet Tryptophan. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I am Al, and this week I am a new recruit to the agency of Hammer. Oh, Historically yeah. accurate, monster-making, excellent remakes. Oh, right on. Because I've decided this Halloween for the movies I'm going to watch for, you know, to get myself ready for Halloween. Uh, since I've known about them for years, but except for catching bits and pieces here and there, I've never actually watched any of the Hammer horror movies. So I've decided I'm going to watch all of the Frankenstein movies they've done. Ooh. Very nice. So, so far I have seen, because I'm going in order, I've seen uh, The Curse of Frankenstein, the Re- Re- Revenge of Frankenstein, The Evil of Frankenstein, and last night, Frankenstein Created Woman. 
<laughs> oh, that's interesting. Not the Bride of Frankenstein. That must be a different uh, they, horror they, franchise altogether. Well, yeah, they want to avoid the Universal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. They can't look like they're copying that, so... <laughs> And how does it hold up? Oh, I mean, I don't know if they hold up. But I mean, they're, they're fun period pieces. The first one's pretty interesting. Pretty much a nice retelling of the Frankenstein story. Mm-hmm. With some, you know, stuff clipped, obviously. And other ones, it's it's different than the Universal ones, because those keep following, like, the monster. You know, it's different right. scientists, but it's always like this. It's supposed to be the same Frankenstein monster. Mm-hmm. These ones, it's always the same Frankenstein, but different creatures he's making. Gotcha. Although they don't seem to fully be like a chronology where like you know you could follow them from movie to movie and it all makes sense right the first two fit together the third one almost fits like on its own and so does the fourth one gotcha so i've watched those and now i have still have left to watch let's see what's left frankenstein must be destroyed the Horror of Frankenstein and Frankenstein vs. the Monster from Hell. Oh my gosh, they really went to town. Yeah, the uh, titles right. are really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> right on. But well, Peter Cushing season for it. Peter Cushing is great as Count Frankenstein. And I have to say, in Frankenstein Created the Woman, he's really, really awesome. He's really <laughs> he's a lot of fun to watch in that one. Frankenstein is like the He's like the best way of doing Brainiac. He's like almost like a Brainiac 5 type character. He's the smartest guy there and he knows it. And then he creates a Supergirl robot. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> that commits murder. Oh boy. Oh boy. So that's me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I got no fancy segue because. I can't tie the cover of this to Frankenstein, so. Well, actually, the way they do the makeup, because they make it look, obviously, they you know they had to make it look different than the Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Oh, for sure. Otherwise, for you sure. know, lots of suing. So <laughs> it's a lot of times almost like just normal faces with some, like, you know, scars and stuff. Right. And so could actually, actually, I think one of the creatures, maybe for the first one or, like, the, thir- the second one, kind of look a little bit like this guy. The cover dude, right. With a blue skin. And speaking of the cover, mm-hmm. uh, we got Legion we got, 93, number 52. Right on. We've had our little palate cleanser. We've had our Lobo break. Right back into Legion 93. Yep. We should be here with Legion for oh, just about till uh, Trinity. Yeah, totally. Totally. Trinity is coming up. Yep. Get ready for Dark Stars, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All righty. Well, let's do it. All right. Legion 93, number 52, and the cover says Shadow Stalker. As we've got Lydia Maller being jumped at by another blue-skinned alien wearing a big robe. Yeah. Totally. And his face is half-scarred. Yeah. He does not look happy. Covered by Kitson, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And inside, we're on the porn Cairn at the Legion headquarters. And we hear somebody saying, no, let me spell that for you. 
N? <laughs> oh, no. And we there go inside, go. and we see it's what... It, basically, it's probably like their version of the DMV, it looks like. <laughs> I think the we see a whole a bunch little of, short. We see a whole bunch of... Um, what are those aliens? What were those aliens called again from that long story we just finished up? Oh. Arga Prime? Is that it? Arga Prime. So these would be the... Yeah, a, I guess. Yeah, we see a bunch of them walk around. Some of them even wearing Legion uniforms, so it makes sense. There's, mm-hmm. I like that little bit of like, you know, we're not really going to get into them anymore. We're done with their story, but they're there. Yeah, so, totally. You know, we're not ignoring that fact, so I like that. But so this guy at the desk is, uh, the administrator desk is talking to our robed fellow from the cover, and he's telling him, first off, no one should approach the Legion Central Headquarters information desk without first filing out their cnpr 88 b request form in triplicate. Do I see a cnpr 88 b here? I don't think so. Oh. You don't understand. I must see Lydia Maller. Oh, for the love of Agra. You're look- seeking a personal audience? Then you'll have to file a DMX-42, three TP-912s, and wait. Once we collated your background check and psych profile, you'll be hearing from us. See you in 30 <laughs> sun cycles. Next. No, no papers, no forms. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> this matter is not open for discussion. Lydia belongs at my side. Oh, oh I boy. get it. Another groupie. Look, I'm with you, friend. She is a babe, but... And he goes, babe. The babies, the babies. And he's like, huddled over, his hands on his head. Yeah. Pat, pal, you Okay. You want medical attention? Fill out an RX-492 and will <laughs> No more papers. And he punches the guy. No more delays. And it starts running down the hall. And we, the babies are dying. Oh, and we boy. hear, street, attention security, intruder on level one, repeat. <laughs> and we get the title of our story, Past Imperfect. Oh. Barry Kitson, Mark Wade, Co-Potters, Dialogue. Dialogue is Mark Wade, obviously. Scott yeah. Collins, yes, Pensler. Look at that. Years yeah. before he would show up on Flash. Scott Collins. I think that's Flash guy, isn't it? I think, yeah. 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 The cool guy. <laughs> right. Frank right. Percy. Frank Percy, guest inker. Digital Chameleon, colors. Tim Harkins, letters. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Pitteris, assistant editor. Dan Raspler, editor. Uh-huh. And we're looking at Darius's head in a little case. <laughs> Alas, yeah. poor Darius. I knew him well. <laughs> of course, yeah. I say that. It's like a magic eight ball, except with Darius in the <laughs> in the eight ball role. And we see a couple of the recruits hanging out. We got uh, Borb, Amon Hawk, Zena Moonstruck, and I can never remember the flyer's name. So the flying guy. Oh, Davroth. That's Davroth, yep. You and got it. So they're talking, I'll talk around, they're hanging out around Darius's head, and Davroth is saying, oh, get off it, Borb. He was just another recruit. How much did any of us really know about the mysterious Darius? And Amon, uh, Borb says, I know he fought by my side, Davroth. Oh, no, sorry, that's Amon. He says, I know he fought by my side. And Borb says, and mine. That is until his body was destroyed by igneous troopers. So what are we supposed to do about it? Resurrect him? For heaven's sake, he's just a cyborg. And Amon responds, with more heart and soul than some people in this room, Flyer. 
And Xena pipes up even. His final request was that we reunite him with his maker. And then in comes Deertron Dib. Bertron Dib. That's it, the impervious guy. I'd love to, but who created him? And where is he? Darius himself didn't even know. How many of you ever heard Darius speak of his own origins in any detail? And Amon asks, he spoke to you of his origins? And we get an origin story. Right on. Flashback. And it looks like I was partially right in my guess about where he comes from. Ooh-wee. Because if you remember, I was talking, I said he had a couple, like, Earth references that... Yes. The others look confused, seem confused by, because they'd never heard of them. Right. And I wonder if maybe he was from Earth. And we find out here, he was. He was. And we get this origin. There wasn't much to speak of. He was an Earthman, doing those things that Earthmen must do. Farming, resting, taking nourishment... (laughs) They oh must boy. think we're all farmers. Hmm. Resting. Yep, I do that. Nourishment. I'm good on that one. Farming. Oh, oh I guess they think we're all produce and they met Superman. He's like, he's a farmer. So, you know, right? That works. They're all That's farmers. right. Totally. For sure. For sure. He's like one of the most advanced ones of you and he's a farmer. So it makes sense. Uh-huh. When, as he put it, a flying saucer appeared overhead and drew him inside. How awful. How unlikely. The, <laughs> the rest were memory fragments. He recalled a mysterious shadowed figure. Well, it's the 90s. We can't go anywhere if I have a mysterious shadowed figure. That's right. <laughs> Check out the X, Kurt, Kurt X titles for this time period for like five of them. That's right. They're everywhere. So he recalled a mysterious shadowed figure, an excruciating operation, and finally, awakening on a barren planetoid after an indeterminate period of time, orphaned as it were, he traveled the spaceways and eventually gravitated to Legion Homeworld. And that image of him, like him with no skin, that's like the yes. muscles screaming, is yeah. like a clamp in his mouth or something. Yeah. Gross. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That reminds me of the origin of the Master of the World from Alpha Flight. Oh, right. Oh, that takes you back. Ah, that's a that's a creepy one still. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, flashback done. And he could recall nothing else? No. And if those are the sum total of Darius's memories, they don't provide many clues. We haven't much to go on, do we? Which is why I suggest we appeal to Docs. Maybe he can help us to, to probe Darius's remains for additional information. I vote we bring the head to Hin. And Davroff looks over and says, Good plan, Borb, except for one thing. Well, we had our backs turned. Someone ran off with it. <laughs> Souvenir. <laughs> and back to our intruder, we see a Legion uh, security guard shooting at him. Hold it right there, pal. But the guy ducks and punches the, tr- the security guard in the face with a ksh. Oh, yeah. You must not stay to my way. I have to find Lydia. Only she can rinse the blood from my hands. You want to talk blood creep? we got a couple more security guards. They're going to be mopping yours off the floor. If you don't drop your weapon and surrender. Because he's now picked up the one guard's gun. Oh, yeah. And they shoot at him, and he shoots back, getting one of them in the shoulder. Surrender my mission? Then what hope will the children have? Children, what the grok is he? Ah! As the guy gets shot in the shoulder, like I said. Um, all right, go after him, men. Officer Beck, we're in pursuit of the intruder. But he's more formidable than we suspected. And Beck responds, understood, Agent Takar. I'm stepping this up to a cold yellow alert and calling in reinforcements. 
And we go to another room where Lobo is with Telepath, and his dog is hanging out there. Oh, look at that. He's just sitting there chewing on a bone. Totally. So that's where the dog is when you don't see him in the Lobo miniseries. He's hanging that's out right. in the headquarters, probably peeing everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. That thing is not housebroken. And Lobo's walking around. And it looks like he's in a garage because you can see like his bikes hanging from chains and there's all kinds of tools on the wall. And Lobo's there. Nail gun, nail gun, nail gun. Ah! And Telepath, of course, is trying to talk sense into Lobo. Lobo, sir, are you sure you should be doing this? It seems to be, well, exceedingly tasteless. Don't flatter me, Clyde. Just make yourself useful and hand me that hacksaw. Hacksaw? And the other recruits come in, nowhere to be found. Who would take something like that? Lobo? Telepath? This may sound like a strange question, but have you seen any sign of Darius? And Lobo <laughs> says, who, me? Nah, I've been busy tooling my bike. Install a new headlight. Get it? Headlight? Ha! I kill me. And we can see Lobo is the one who took Darius's head, and he is hooking it up to the front of his bike with a pair of shades and a cigar in the mouth. Totally. He's giving him an upgrade. He's going to, so his bike has become the weekend of Bernie's. Totally. <laughs> and of course, the recruits are all in shock, except for <laughs> Beertron, who says, "No, Lobo, I'll kill you right where you stand. You're threatening me. You got stones, Rocky. Come on, then, let's rumble." <laughs> And now we go off to the wonderful Legion cafeteria. Although, actually, I don't know if this is the cafeteria. It looks a lot nicer. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe they're at a restaurant nearby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got Lady Quark, Stealth, and Phase. And Stealth is talking. A lot of dirty diapers. He's positively full of it. And Phase tells her, well, then he's definitely his father's son. Stealth, <laughs> that's the way babies are, Stealth. <laughs> I take it Beck has learned how to properly diaper the child? In record time. His daddy, on the other hand, hasn't come near him. Hells and bells, with all the potential fathers I had to choose from, why did I pick Viral Docs? So wait, now she's upset that he won't come near the child? Yeah, there's no pleasing her. (laughs) It's like, so she'd be thrilled. It's like, he's come nowhere near us. Thank God. Yeah, that's right. And, and Faye's response were, raging hormones, as I recall. Still, if you ask me, you did the right thing keeping your boy out of Dox's clutches for as long as you did. <laughs> and Lady Quirk, of course, has something positive and cheerful to say. The child will fall prey to our leader's machinations soon enough anyway. I speak with the voice of experience. We all do, Shoshana. A little of Dox goes a long way. I'm half tempted to ask for a mission that will take me as far away from that green skim despot as possible. And Lydia and Stealth of Strata come walking up, and Strata's like, is that an open invitation? If so, I'll take a piece of that action. Men, they always expect to have everything go their way. When it doesn't, they stalk away like petulant children. (laughs) Someone's not over the breakup. Nope. Strata, if you're still upset about Garv leaving the team, stop punishing yourself. He, and you know what this must be? Maybe it's like a nicer restaurant area in the headquarters, because they have a... A Legion announcement coming over. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't be a restaurant. Three, attention all personnel. This is a full... Oh, wait, no. It's Beck saying it. Never mind. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't realize Beck was the one saying this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Attention all personnel. This is a full-scale Legion alert. 
An intruder of unknown origin has gained access to central headquarters. He's already injured at least four Class A security officers and must be apprehended at all costs. All core legionnaires are needed in action immediately. And, of course, all five of our women run off because, well, that's them. Totally. Off they go. Off they go to save the day. And back to the Lobo dip fight. And Beartron is giving Lobo a nice punch with a wham. <laughs> oh, oh, Mom, make them stop. Daffroth's there. <laughs> I see. Let them fight it out. Fighting Lobo won't bring Darius back. He would have wanted it this way. How would you know, Borb? Darius is my best friend, not yours. I cherish his memory. And I won't see it tarnished by that barbarian. Had enough, Lobo? Oh, no, pretty boy. I'm just warming up. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Kiss that craggy keister of yours goodbye, Dib. Come tomorrow, I'm gonna be using it as an ashtray. And Lobo runs at him and tackles him head on with a room. And starts punching him. Stop taking this personally, Dibbo. Parts is parts. He wasn't nothing but a cyborg. He had more heart than you, you monster who kicks him up, up into the ceiling. Kicks Lobo to the ceiling, and Lobo falls down with a thunk. Luckily, he landed on his head, so it doesn't really affect him. <laughs> it doesn't hurt anything, that's right. And even Amon and Valcon is like, Beartron, stop this nonsense. You're going to get hurt. Not me. I'm impervious, remember? Let's see if the same can be said. About you and him and Lobo, he, grab, he tackles Lobo and they go crashing right through a wall into <laughs> the room that Dox is in. Lobo, Dib, freeze! And they freeze. <laughs> See, it was just that simple. We even get like a cartoon with like the moment not moving, a little piece of rock falling off the move. Plink! Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And the other recruits are trying to creep away. And where do you think you're going? Straight to hell? Let's hope so. You'll enjoy it there. Once I'm finished with you. <laughs> and go back to the, look, the actual important thing, which is looking for this intruder. Faze is walking around. No sign of trouble ahead. Wait, behind me. There he is. And he sees her. Where is she? Where's Lydia Maller? Lydia? Answer me, woman. Least my weapon slice the flesh from your bones. Slice my flesh? You obviously don't know who you're dealing with. Your threats are meaningless to me, friend. Now, calmly, gently, hand me that gun. Easy. That's it. No, get back! And he shoots. Suck! And there is nothing left. Wow. Funny could possibly have... I know, he killed her. Yep, she's gone. Oh, another one dead. And the Ooh. security guards show up. Hold it, creep. Don't move. Don't stop me. Don't try to stop me. I must get to Lydia Maller. Look out. And he shoots the ceiling. The ceiling comes crashing down on them. And there comes FaZe jumping up from the floor. Blasted. I hope to fade through the floor and drop, drop him from behind. But I've got to get solid again to save these officers. And she pushes at least one away. So does this count as her running away? <laughs> I mean, running away with a purpose. Well, even running away has a purpose. Running away. Right. This is not a cowardly purpose. Sure. <laughs> this is tactical running away. That's right. That is right. But oh. why face? <laughs> Sorry, Darren. <laughs> but why phase is solid. 
the guy comes up behind her and hits her with the gun to the back of the head. Don't try to stop me for the sake of the children. So that's got to hurt. Yeah. And we go back to Doc, who is looking at Darius's head, inspecting it. I thought I told you to give this thing a decent burial and be done with it. Still, I must admit that examining Darius from this angle, because <laughs> he's looking through, the, he's looking from the bottom of his head <laughs> inside into it, <laughs> has given me a new perspective of his workings. Then you found something, a microchip. Just one. Its head's full of them. Not like this one. Not even on Kolu have I seen life sim circuitry so advanced. I have no idea where in the galaxy it might have been produced. Unless... Acheron. Acheron. A remote planet on the outer rim. It's rumored to be a veritable fountain of cybernetic science. I've been meaning for years to chart an expedition. I'd like to go now. But as always, I've got no time to spare. So I suppose the exploration of Acheron will be your job. And Dib is all excited. Great. Officer State Faye said we might need I remind you who is in charge here. You will report every scrap of information directly to me. Is that understood? And he hands towards his head back to Beertron. Who tells him, Yes, sir, we won't let you or Darius down. And I, on the hallways, we got a couple soldiers walking around, and also Lydia, who's come up and found FaZe! Are you all right? We have to get you to the med lab. No. Ugh. No time. That lunatic is still roaming the halls. Does anyone know what he's after? Yes. He's looking for you. Is that so? Well, then, let's see who's the hunter and who's the hunted. Lydia, wait. Lydia. But Lydia's run off. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what your story is, you madman. But whoever you are, I won't have you putting my friends in danger. You want to find me? Then I'll make it easier for you. And she goes to her own room. Which is dark. That'll do it. Yeah, no lights. Here I am, you madman. Safe and sound in my own quarters. Come and get me. And she hears a sound. Eh, surely he's not already. Lydia Mallor, at last. Inside. I travel so far. Please, don't be afraid. You must hear me out. The only thing I want to hear from you, Kerr, is a plea for mercy. She blasts him with her shadow powers. What do you have to say for yourself now, you animal? Answer me. Who in the seven moons are you? And the cloak is off, and we can see a, it's another, looks like a, another blue scandalium with scars on his face, as we saw on the cover. Lydia, wait, don't you remember? I'm your father. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh-wee. Next issue, Barry Kitson returns. The mystery of Darius is revealed, and Daddy's got a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> yes, I had forgotten that's who it was. Totally. I had kind of suspected about halfway through, but I, yeah, I have no idea where this is going. I don't remember. I like the Scott Collins artwork. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's We're not, not getting bad. Kitson. I could deal yeah. with this. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's got hints of what it's going to become in the, in the future as he becomes a little more um, not cartoony, stylized maybe. Yeah. Um, does he do a lot of shadows? Because he does quite a bit of shadows here. Especially I the last few pages. Say, I don't remember his flash run being known for shadows. Um, but then again, that wouldn't be a flash thing. No. 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 
But I mean, that could be down to the anchor too. I'm not really sure. sure who the the anchor. I don't think was a name familiar to me. Yeah, and the Frank Lobo. Percy, you know. And the Lobo Dib fight was a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. That was enjoyable. That was a good fight. Nice use of the yes. recruits, since we don't, you know, a little bit more personality yeah. for them. Yeah, you can see, you can feel Wade's influence for sure. Um, it, even like in the little throwaway characters, the the admin dude at the beginning was um, totally had Wade's voice or a voice for sure. Yeah, because at this point, yeah, I mean, not that Barry Kitson was bad at writing it, but he was a much newer writer, I would assume, than Mark Wade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, just skipping through the letters page. I don't think there's anything. Um, I don't think there's anything of super importance in the letters page other than um, they're starting a run of biweekly issues right now, kind of. Um, oh, for think, Legion? Yeah, DC kind of did that with their books in the song i don't know they would all kind of get like a two-month bi-weekly push at least most of the books i read seem to get bi-weekly oh. pushes every once in a while yeah i think they did that la- we did that last year and here oh yes that's right i'm looking at my list of the issues now so yeah 53 and 54 will be out in the same month in june next month yeah yeah because this issue is a may cover date June is right. 53 and 54, and 55 and 56 will be July. Right. right yeah, right, I, right. I think I forget that DC did this because unlike Marvel, they didn't make it like a special six-part story. Right. Because that would happen a lot of the Marvel books, like Spider-Man would always have like a six, you know, or, a couple, or yeah. Captain America yeah, yeah, would have yeah. like a six-part during those summer, those three months where they have six issues coming out. Here, just right. kind of like the story, just the story that we're going to do anyway, just a little faster. Yeah, it's just going to get pushed through faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an ad on the back cover for, I guess that's Alan Scott in the 90s when they, they must have de-aged him at some point and turned yep. him very uh, imagey. <laughs> he's grimacing <laughs> and he looks like he's 20. Oh, what's it say? I don't uh, have it. I shall shed my light over dark evil. The original Green Lantern, now the new, now the newest Green Lantern. Tales of Death and Rebirth, Green Lantern Corps, quarterly number five. Uh, I'm not sure why he became the newest Green Lantern. This is before, before Hal, or yeah, before Hal went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And, oh, yeah. Or, I guess when they say is the newest Green Lantern, I think they probably just mean he's a Green Lantern again, and the probably. newest one to join the. Maybe they're. I don't remember him. his uh, his history got very convoluted for a while with the Starheart and the Sentinel and the whatever and the whatever and the de-aging yeah. and then the re-aging and then the I don't know. Yeah. I he think I might have been over the place. Yeah, probably at this point. Yeah, I don't think I was buying quarterly anymore. Mm-hmm. Actually, when would this have been out? So this is what July ninety three. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. I yep. might have been. I might have been unfortunately dropping titles because at this point, I was graduating high school and getting ready for college, and I was not going to have access to a lot of right comics as before. Right, right, right. Alrighty. This is. Oh, look at that. Front cover has Adventures of Superman number five hundred. Superman is coming back. The battle with Doomsday was the fight of his life. Now the Man of Steel is fighting to live again. It's like an Ordway cover, I think. Maybe it's Jurgens. <laughs> Their two styles are nothing alike, but I don't remember who was on the book at that point. Might have been a couple of them because that, yeah, that's right. That's five hundred. That's when yeah, that's the one that they bring him back. Mm -hmm. The spirit goes back, and then after that, that you get at the end, you get the hints of all the four Supermen. Oh, is that the way it worked? Yep. Yeah, I... we had the okay. death, and then we had all the eight-issue funeral for a friend. Yeah, yeah. And then nothing for like a few months, and then they came back with Adventures 500, where they had like Pa Kent like had a heart attack or something, and they like the two of them had like, some kind of like spiritual adventure, adventure on the astral plane or spiritual plane or whatever. Right, right. To kind of imply that Superman was going to come back, and at the end you got like a little like three or four page preview of Superboy, Steel, Eradicator, and the Cyborg. Oh, okay, okay. So I guess that's coming out soon because according to Mike's Amazing World, from this cover date of May '93. I don't see any of the Superman books. No, so probably, but they do. Yeah, they that was do, the ad, right? Said right. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a little ad at the very end, like the the. Uh, it's the Superboy cover with. Um, they were running them at the time, so it's it's all kind of whited out except for the S. So you see, like the jacket and the hair. And it's all sort of a white silhouette, except for the S. Yeah, because the only Superman book that's actually out this month is the Panic in the Sky trade. Right. So that right, makes right, sense. Right. So there's gotcha. no Superman at this point. I actually almost briefly wondered, wait, are they actually killing him off permanently? Like, I briefly was, like, wondering. Right. I was 17. What did I know? Yeah. Yeah. He came back. <laughs> <laughs> he got better. Yes, although they kept him out longer than I thought they were going to. Yeah, because they brought when they yeah, like we said, they brought him back, and it was the four other ones. It took a while for him to come back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alrighty. Oh, Batman's in the middle of uh, what's it called? Nightfall right now. Yes. Yes. Those had some good covers, I think. Those were all the Kelly Jones covers, right? Yes. Yeah, very good, moody stuff. I don't know if he was on the interiors, but the covers were great. I don't know. I kind of stopped reading Batman right before this. Yeah, I I don't think I was ever a big Batman guy. So, there you go. There you go. Alrighty, folks. Well, we actually have some feedback. I know, exciting. I know, we've got feedback from Howard Madnick. Um, I just got to pull up my email here. So, regarding uh, 
I don't know, one of our Lobo issues, I think, um, or maybe just Lobo in general. But uh, Howard Maddox says, you know, the Florida man gag where you Google the phrase Florida man and then the date of your birthday or something and you see what odd headline pops up. Well, have you thought about doing that for Lobo, also known as the Maine man, except he's spelled Maine like Maine the state. Is it a state? Is it a com- <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's not a province. <laughs> yeah, it's a state. It's a state already. Anyway, Lobo the Maine man. Granted, Maine is a much smaller and probably less crazy state than Florida, but you might get some interesting results. LLL, including acronyms Howard Madnick, and then he includes his um, main man. So he did his main man and birthday, and the headline is, Main man called police on neighbor he killed with a machete. Yes, a man called police to accuse his neighbor of stealing alcohol before he nearly decapitated him with a machete and buried his body under a pile of rotting deer carcasses, police said Monday in court documents. Yeah, man, take your hands off my (laughs) off my booze. Off my booze. And then Paul sent us his. Mm -hmm. So Paul's headline is. Waterville man pleads guilty, pleads not guilty to murder. Nicholas Lovejoy formerly pleaded not guilty to the murder of his longtime girlfriend, Melissa Sousa. Sousa's body was found in the couple's home in October. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So now I got to do mine here. Main man. I did mine, but it went away. Hold on, bring it back up. Oh, yes. Main man, main man pleads guilty to baseball back killings of four. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of murder in Maine. A in main Maine. man who used a baseball bat to beat his mother, his grandparents, and his grandparents' caretaker to death in Massachusetts in 2017 has pleaded guilty. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Alrighty. Oh, mine is <laughs> main man arrested for involvement in capital riot details. His experience during Lebanon select man's meeting. <laughs> I was there for peace. Fitzsimmons told select men. Oh boy. Maine is like, um, it's the Florida of the North. <laughs> it's a murderous place. Goodness. Goodness. No, no, we need all those woods. You got to keep all these psycho people away from each other. Keep them from killing each other. <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh. And if anyone's listening to Maine, that was Paul that said that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Please don't hurt me. Well, I mean, if we're going to go with the Maine man, it might as well be uh, decapitations yeah, and hatchetings. And oh, boy, he would totally fit in. Who knew? Who knew? That's why he was calling himself the main man, because he would totally fit right in. <laughs> All righty, folks. Well, if you feel like sending us uh, feedback, you can send it to us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com or on the Facebook page or on the. Oh, speaking of Facebook. Twitters or wherever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we have a little something on the Legion of Substitute podcasters facebook page from leading a substitute podcaster michael grabla letting us know mark wade wrote at least some of the legion related entries in the loose leaf who's who series issues four five and eleven on larissa vril and legion 
And then in the Who's Who Update 93, issues one and two, on Iceman, he says, who? <laughs> Ignea and the Recruits. And their work on the Legion series was their first collaboration in a regular book, which is issues 49 and 50 and 52 to 60. So I guess we're going to get, at least that means we're going to get the two of them working on the book for the next, you know, several, eight issues. So that's good. Yeah, totally. But yeah, maybe we'll have to, we'll have to look up at some point, look up, look at some of those uh, Who's Who entries at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was always information, at least I know, for the regular Legion book that, you know, you didn't get in the series. So there might be some interesting information in there. Could be. Could be. I don't think I would have seen. That was like the Loose Leaf entries, right? I don't think I ever picked up the Loose Leaf book. I picked up the updates for a while, but. I picked up a couple of the issues, but then, like I said, at the point, you know, college and everything, I couldn't afford a, a who's who that was like five bucks or something <laughs> and nowadays that's just the price of a comic man yeah <laughs> tell me about it oh but, boy thanks michael thank you <laughs> all righty well i think that brings us to the end of this pod so farewell y'all and we will see you next w-e-e-k v-i-t-a Vita! One you can pronounce! Totally. Vita, Vita, Vita. Sounds very, uh, Latin, Roman. No. Nope. Vita. No. Are you sure? <laughs> I looked it up. What is it? It's from India. Oh. It's not Indian, but it's uh, one of the languages used there. Huh. Right on. Alrighty, well. Vida, y'all. Vida, vida, vida. <laughs>